What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with thrash metal legend Bobby Gustafson of Satan's Taint. Satan's Taint's new record, Destruction Ritual, is out later this summer. Check it out. Hanging out with Bobby Gustafson and thrash metal legend. Uh, talking about your brand new band, Satan's Taint, and uh, the new album, Destruction Ritual, coming out later this summer. Super excited to talk to you, man. How's it going? Yes, yeah, they are good. Things are rolling. Yeah, man. So you, this has been in, uh, in the works for you for a long time. And I, just, I wanted to sort of uh, step back for a second and take it back to, you know, been working on music for a long time. Uh, let's talk about the recording because uh, the single is out, Desecration, it is brutal, and I, I'm imagining the rest of the record is going to follow suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there isn't uh, any filler, which has kind of always been my plan to never try and uh, do any sort of filler songs on it on an album. But, uh, I mean, this, this, this one we actually just picked because it, uh, we figured it would be really good with the lyrics, and, uh, you know, it would work really well with the video. So we got to just pick this one first. But, I mean, I don't even think it's the heaviest song out of all the stuff on, on the album. So, Oh, that's really exciting to hear, man, because it's, yeah. it's a pretty heavy track. Uh, nice production, really, you know, classic thrash metal sounding, but definitely modern also. Uh, super cool. Uh, I know you recorded all the guitars and bass yourself, uh, and obviously mm -hmm. I, I imagine you wrote most of it yourself, if not all of it. Um, what was that like for you, kind of, uh, you know, free from, you know, anybody looking over your shoulder, you work by yourself, it's probably a different process than, you know, having to rely on a team like a band is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really kind of... Uh... I enjoy it. I've been being in control of the ent entire thing. We we did try and have other bass players and drummers and singers like on the on the first CD, um, but it just became like tedious to try and get everybody together. So you're kind of doing phone calls and you're waiting for people to record and you're waiting for people to send. So I mean, it was it's a good idea. I actually would probably you know use it to a certain extent, but I mean, I I, I just like churn these songs out. And I was like, I was ready to go. I'm like, you know, cause I, I basically showed everything to Jim. We, you know, we recorded the songs, just guitar and drums and we did a click track and I'm like, we have all the bass lines and all the stuff. You know, there's a lot of little stuff in there, but it kind of blended in as an overall sound, just like a wall of sound. And, uh, I said, let's just go for it. I said, I don't want to sit here and start sending stuff out to people and waiting on them and stuff. I want to get this out. So we uh, we ran into pre-production real quick, got some uh, time signatures on the tempos and and uh, click, made a click track for everything and just went right into the studio and, and, and just burned it out. Killer. And I mean, you know certainly you've stayed active you continue to play you know you, your guitar wasn't in a closet getting dusty all, all this time you've been working other bands and other music but uh it, it sounds very fresh um even though it's been in the works for a little while so that's really cool that you know you come right out guns a blazing with this brand new track and this new record that's really exciting that's good because i mean i really i don't listen to too much other other stuff i mean i did have a kind of a lull for a little while uh you know i, pl I played with a, with response negative and like a local band down here years ago then i kind of stopped i was just kind of like well let me get 
get my act together, get, you know, get a job, get working, get a house, get a roof over my head, do all that stuff. And then I'll, I'll just jump back into it. But I, like you said, I've always played guitar. And if I came up with something, I just try and put it down. So I would remember it. So I, I always have, I has always done it that way. So I, I have tons and tons of riffs to fall back on. I feel like that's every guitar player's got kind of like a bag of riffs, you know, somewhere. Oh, I have that thing I never used. Let me use it now. Let me add it to this new thing I wrote. So that's, I always admire the ingenuity of uh, guitar players. They always save those riffs or have an abundance of licks and riffs waiting to get used, you know? Yeah, and for me, I have to because I I just come up with so much stuff. Everyone's like, oh, you know, if, if it's not that great, you know, you won't remember it. And I'm like, well, sometimes I'm coming up with stuff 11 o'clock at night just playing and, and laying in bed. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's really good. I better put it down. And, and I'm glad I did because I'll go back and I'll hear stuff from weeks or months ago and, and say to myself, I'm like, I completely forgot that I did that. And I was like. That's a killer riff. I, you know, I'm so glad that I got up. If, if the riff is good enough for me to get up out of my bed and go run down to the studio and put something on tape to save it, I said, then it's definitely worth saving. And then I just go back on everything later. I just build up a catalog and, and go back and piece things together. Killer. Uh, did you come up, did anything sort of uh, inspire you while you were getting ready to make this record that for, you know, caused you to write newer songs that are sort of the newest tracks on this record? As, as far as like writing? Yeah. Anything sort of while you're laying stuff down, you get even more ideas. I think that happens sometimes with creative people. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done that, uh, you know, a couple of times because, you know, I never really had a second guitar player that was, you know, with me, obviously not an overkill, but then, you know, the other bands had two guitar players, but I really put stuff down by myself. And then I kind of do the harmonies. And, and then actually when we were in the studio, I think I, I, I did about two or three things that I came up with on the spot and recorded them. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of rare. I'm usually, everything's figured out from head to toe. And uh, like to, just to be writing a little bit in the studio was kind of a, a a new thing for me. It was just little little minor parts, just a couple of chord things and and a couple of ideas that I just added. Right on. And are you a guy that you always sort of work out your solos and stuff in advance, or are those things that you just kind of leave for some spontaneity in the studio? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I do most of them. I have them figured out um, on the early like overkill albums. The first two I had it absolutely figured out a hundred percent. And then I kind of thought, I said, well, it's kind of limiting me. I was always worried about playing it exactly live. So by the third and fourth album, I would kind of figure out most of it, or at least generally where I wanted to be. And I would still say about 80% of it was, was done. And, uh, I think there was one there's one solo that I did uh, completely right on the spot in the studio. And I told the engineer, I said, I'm going to do this in one shot. And I actually did. It was, like a no it was a kind of like a noisy solo, a noisy Slayer-ish type of grab the whammy bar solo, which I don't do all the time, but it just it fit that song. Ooh. And I, I bet him that I would do it in one take, and I did. Um, you know, speaking of Overkill and obviously your long history and association with the early days of the band, I do I do note that there is a, a track on this record called Skull Crusher 2, and selfishly, Skull Crusher is one of my favorite Overkill songs. Is that a continuation or a sequel of some kind? Yeah, it's um, sort of a, a takeoff 
of what I did before. A lot of the like overkill ones, twos, threes, all of those were kind of like my idea to do. Um, and I just, um, there's, there's like groups in Germany that call themselves the skull crushers and stuff. They're just big overkill fans, but still fans of mine. And, um, I said, you know, that is the one song that kind of stuck out a lot because it was pre everybody tuning down. I mean, now just almost everybody tunes down, but back then it was like, everyone was pretty much in the, the, the straight proper tuning. And, uh, it just it took off and had just had a whole different, you know, life of its own. And I just kind of felt like I said, you know what? I says, I just want to continue that story. That was something I wanted to do. And, um, I tried to get Sid, um, to play drums on it. That would have been the one track that he would have, he would have contributed, but he just physically, uh, he's still, you know, working on some stuff and couldn't do it. But I thought that would be really cool if he could play on that track again too. But uh, he just wasn't up to it. Oh, maybe in the future. That's cool that you guys are still in touch. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to him every uh, every couple of weeks, and we did a little Hail Mary project with me, him, and John Gallagher from Raven. We did like a little benefit song for one of I think his guitar player's wife got hurt. Um, I love the album cover, man. I wanted to talk for a minute about just this uh, this destruction ritual album cover, this Viking longship on fire, this very emotional imagery and, and what that means to you, because is it definitely, you know, there's a lot of great art out there. There's some metal records in history that don't have great art, but this is really is going to stand out. I think for 2019, like it's very compelling. Yeah. We found, uh, actually, I think it may have found them before I did. Um, our artist Jay, he lives up in Baltimore. And uh, I got him him through Sid, I think, and through Facebook somehow. And we just kept in, in touch. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to need art one day and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'd love to do it. And uh, he did the first album stuff. I still call on him to, to do things for me. And I just described the cover for him, you know, what I, what I wanted to see. And it just kind of all fell into place. I mean, there's, uh, it's got the, 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 obviously the Viking burial where, you know, they set them on fire and gave them all their goods and sent them out on the ocean. And there's actually a, a city in Scotland that does that every year. They do it in the streets and they do like a mock fire of uh, of a Viking ship. I'm trying to think it's Hedeby, I think might be, the Hedeby Festival or something is in Scotland. So it's just kind of kind of a fit with uh, destruction and it's a ritual. You know, the funeral is a ritual and basically you're burning something till there's nothing left. So it's a destruction ritual and it just kind of fell into place. We've got the first album uh, cover on the sail on the ship and the the shields along the side are all from the, the first album as well. So they're kind of tying in the colors kind of tie in with each other and uh, I, I couldn't be happier with it. Yeah, man, it's killer. It's, it's so killer. I, I definitely can't wait to share it and have people see it. And, uh, I, I didn't know, I didn't know about it until I saw the decibel magazine, our good friends at decibel premiered the single there desecration. And so they had the artwork as part of the SoundCloud. And I was like, Oh man, this is incredible. <laughs> I was like, oh my, oh my goodness. I, I have to take a really careful look at this. Cause there's a lot going on in the, in the image. Yeah. I mean, so many, so many people are, are, are still just finding out about the band now because basically 
what we did was was the first album was just us pushing on Facebook. We didn't do any other advertising. We didn't hire anybody. We just basically put it up on 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 Facebook and and begged people to to buy the CD. So I mean, there's that core fan that knew what was going on, and then all of a sudden now, once we've got Jamie and you know helping with all the PR work, people are just like, oh, what is this? brand new band you know and that that's good i mean that's just you know as long as they can reach people that we haven't reached it's just going to keep you know steamrolling and getting bigger right on man it's it's as important as ever as it has been probably in any time despite social media and, and the wide reach of it i think it's still very important to have great professional music P- pr working for you it's important yeah yeah she's um i mean she's doing a fantastic job and it's just taking the band to another level that we really could could not have done you know facebook just goes so far and they limit the people that you reach now anyway so it would have never gotten as big as it is right now and, and hitting every social media site there is it's just that's great True, man. True. So as we uh, approach this album release, uh, I, I'm sure there's going to be more singles and hopefully a video. Is this a project that you imagine uh, you're going to get back out and tour with again? That's what I think we'd like to see. I would like to. I really would. Uh, I'd like to do some, you know, selective touring. I'd like to make sure that it's at least worth it. I don't want to do the little you know, everybody pile in a van, sleep on top of your luggage tours like we used to. I'm just, you know, I'm not into that. So I'm hoping that we can get something a little bit bigger, maybe do now that there's so many festivals. I mean, back in the day, there was there wasn't any metal festivals for us to, to play, especially a thrash band. But now there's, you know, there's one coming down here now in, in Daytona. So, you know, we're trying to get on stuff like that, maybe a little... uh a bit of local shows and maybe some, you know, some shows in Europe. I would just love to do just to reach out, but I don't want to do that local bar on a Tuesday night type of thing. It's just, you know, that doesn't get us anywhere. Right on, right on. Well, it's very, it's very expensive. We talk often to bands from overseas and they lament how costly it is for them to just even book a trip here. So I know it's the same to go overseas. It's, it's very costly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much harder in the States because most of your major cities that you're going to be playing are so much farther away from each other. I mean, you play in Germany and our drives were an hour, an hour and a half. You were in the next town ready for the next day. And here, you know, sometimes you're on the bus for 16 hours before you get to the next city you're going to play in. It, it gets expensive. And unless, you know, the clubs are paying you know, top dollar for some of these bands, it's a really hard thing to do. It's awesome if you get to play Buffalo in Pittsburgh. But if you have to drive Buffalo to Pittsburgh to play that next gig. Ooh. We did. I remember one time we did Brownsville, Texas, which is the very bottom of Texas along the Mexican border. Our next show was Miami. So we were literally, literally on the bus for 24 hours. Ooh. And our bus driver was supposed to stop. He didn't stop. He wanted to give us a day off. So he just drove through the night so we could all have an extra day off. But yeah, I mean, when you, you're waking up on the bus and then it's getting dark again and you're going to sleep on the bus and then you're waking up on the bus again. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little trying. But, uh, you know, the money's gotten better for, for Thrash. It's still around and... I mean, it's really thriving now. I mean, there seems to be a new band every day. You know, every time you're on the social media, you're seeing new bands. And now 30-year-old bands are 
are coming back, getting back together and going out. So there's, uh, there's a lot of competition out there. Indeed, but I think there's also a very hearty audience for old school thrash bands and uh, even some of the newer bands. And I see collaborations with newer and older bands kind of teaming up for co-headlining tours. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there for you guys to fit in there. Yeah. I agree. I think, you know, the majority of, of the fan feedback for me was that, you know, they wanted to have the old, old style metal. I mean, they, the older crowd kind of was missing it. I guess they kind of call it dad metal now or whatever. But um, I tried to get a little bit of both in there. It's got a little bit of the old school. It's got a little bit of me. It's got a little bit of new feel to it. And and it, it's a good mix. It's a good mix of time. 12, 12 songs. That's the most I've ever put on a CD, too. So it's a lot of work. Right on, man. Well, congratulations again. Really looking forward to this album, uh, Satan's Taint Destruction Ritual, coming out later this summer. Super stoked for you, man. Uh, You have had a legion of fans. There's a fervor to hear you play some more and see you out there doing your thing. So all the best to you. We're we're looking forward to supporting this thing ourselves. And uh, I hope you get out there on the road and we can hang out and I'll see you again. Thank you. I really do too. And, uh, you know, I'm sure everyone that from, from the old to the newer guitar players are all going to see, you know, a bunch of riffs, maybe some, a little bit of mix of everything. So, uh, don't be afraid to pick up the album. Word. That's a great way to end off, man. Thanks so much for hanging out with the ghost cult podcast. Bobby, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Keith. Take care, man. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.